Um, what, what are some other good? So we talked card effects is everybody knows like card. Yeah. Just, card effects is they're, they're like big old, uh, big old Tyranid battering rams. So they they they're like always in the art, just overturning tanks and shit like that. Yeah, it's, like they're they're giant can openers, pretty much. Yeah, no, they they just they smash really, really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not synapse creatures though, but the warrior is. The war the warrior is, and the warriors they're they I don't know they have they have the, one of their guns is called the barbed strangler, I think. Um. <laughs> The barbed strangler. Yeah, oh, barbed, that's right. Barbed strangler. Let me look this up. Um, pardon me. Um, and it is a. Um, do you guys mind if I read from a wiki really quickly? Better uh, not. if you Go must. <laughs> in second edi- in, in second edition, the barbed strang- strangler is actual is an actual projectile. The name being transferred to the weapon itself. The seed begins within a seed pod the size of a man's fist. And his fire. Everything is the size of a man's fist <laughs> in the fucking 40, 40k, man. Like it's just like they do the same thing over and over again. It is fired from a simple muscled tube. If the pod pierces armor, it activates and grows thanks to the warmth of the body it just hit. Within seconds, a number of tentacles shoot through the body and tear it apart. At full, Sick. At full development, blood red tendrils lash out of the victim and spread in all directions. So it's like, it's kind of like a grenade launcher, basically. It just fires, hits a bunch of people, and then just you explode into a burst of tentacles and just like <laughs> lash out on everything around you. That's so fucking gnarly. It's, yeah. it's awesome. It rules. The Tyranid weapons are awesome. Like they're they're super, yeah. super they're super practical and they're super fun. Like I like they're they're super super goofy looking. Like mm-hmm. here's this is they look what, like like ovipostor dildos or something, but they're really yeah. cool. Trust us. <laughs> yeah, this is I think this is a barb oh, strangler. Yeah. yeah. So that's just yeah, like, like yeah the the scorn gun. That's what the, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's just it's all just Geiger shit. Like all the Tyranid mm. guns look like Geiger guns. Yeah, a lot more bio the mechanical. This one at least. A- absolutely. But yeah, nothing, yeah, I, I definitely see it. There's nothing mechanical about the Nids. Like they they fucking uh, are all it's bio all biopunk. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I was grown this way. <laughs> <laughs> all their weapons are made out of recycled foreskins. <laughs> No! <laughs> we must start the harvest. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god. Um wait a minute. Uh so I forget what the other weapons they have. They're just not as cool as the Barb Strangler. I remember like yeah, this was they, the one. They that... got like venom cannons and that, and the venom the venom like... cannon is like their anti-tank gun. It just is very acidic and will melt mm. like the holes of shit. Like like the Tyranids actually have like they can be a ranged army if they want to, like you know they can like comfortably outshoot other armies, but at the same time have hordes of skittering little monsters just clawing you apart, like they yeah yeah no they're they're a really interesting army and uh, oh god let me think uh, so we did the um, did the 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 Gaunts we did the uh, Zoanthrope and the Warrior and the Carnifex and. Well, there's there's the the big lad who's the, the hive tyrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Who always 
the Hive Tyrant, and then like there's like the Hive Tyrant Plus. I forget what his name is. The uh, yeah, sh- uh, sh- it's the Swarm Lord. Oh, the Swarm the, Lord. The swarm. He's like, well, well. There's there's Hive Tyrants who are like the uh, like one of the the just the command uh, organisms in the uh, in in like a Tyranid force and. Oh, before we talk about Swarmlord, because he's his own crazy thing, I just want to bring up because the uh, the Hive Tyrants have like the the Tyrant Guard, who are these one yeah. um, just big tanky fuckers with huge shoulders. And what else in Warhammer 40k is a big tanky fucker with huge shoulders? That's right, the Space Marines. <laughs> so where do you think? How do you think that the Tyranids got their hands on Space Marine DNA? Mm. By killing and eating them. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like it's it's yeah. I, I always like that. I like in the lore also, it's just considered like the magio bio biologists in the mechanicum who like study the <laughs> shit are just sort of like immediately executed for coming to these conclusions. It's just like there's there's no way the Emperor's angels could possibly be fucking consumed and eaten and turned into weapons. <laughs> and to fight against uh, their own god's creation, which is the Imperium. Yeah. There's just no way. So fuck you. Um, yep. <laughs> like it's that's super fun. And like, they're yeah, they're, their whole role is just bodyguards. Like they mm-hmm. they bodyguards for Hive Tyrant. Yep. Hive Tyrant is like one of the most big shot synapse creatures there is. And, sa- and... same thing as like the Avatar of Cain. The the Hive Tyrant and the Swarm Lord are just like these kind of villains of the week who show up in books and video mm-hmm. games and other things to just show yeah how, Swarm Lord especially show, Swarm Lord yeah, is like to show how bad to show to just show how badass another dude is for killing them they never <laughs> yeah. they never kill anybody they just like yeah do they ever get names or anything like demons and stuff or no just, no they never get no, they they, that just gets killed. Yeah, just, a lot of the time, Tyranids have that, like, uh, the wharf problem. Like, yeah. wharf on the bridge of the Enterprise. And he's like, <laughs> you know, just the most big shot fucking just hard-ass Klingon warrior. <laughs> and he's just always getting shoved over by the villain of the week. Yeah, because... passing out. Yeah, no, it's just sort of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, my God, they took wharf down. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like... Like um, exactly, yeah, just to show how powerful someone else is for knocking them over. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the Tyranids also, man. Because like one thing that's like kind of lost is like you know, forty k. It's still a setting, right? Like it's still a place yeah. where like you don't have to think about the timeline and things that are happening. You can have your little D and D campaigns. You can play with your little plastic figurines and stuff, and just have fun. Um, but like it, you know, now that 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 they're moving the story along. You know, they they had to make sacrifices and like, you know, all of first and second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth and seventh edition. You know, it was just like all taking place at the same exact time. Like Mm -hmm. they would just flesh out different parts of the galaxy a little more. But like, you know, it was all doomsday. Like, you know, just like, you know, it was everything was about to get fucked. Like it was just an apocalyptic setting. And the thing, and that's what the Tyranids were. The Tyranids were just sort of like, there's no hope. (laughs) These things are invading from the galaxy, outside the galaxy. Mm -hmm. And it's implied 
that they are, you know, just scouting fleets. These horrible monstrosities with tens, if not hundreds of billions of soldiers, you know, just like, you know, are just scouting out the galaxy. And the valiant efforts that the collective, you know, like Eldar, Tau, the Imperium and Orcs, like all of them fighting together, you know. The bugs are still winning. There's still only just begun. It's only just begun. Like and it's, like, it's like uh, it's like COVID. At least in the states. Oh yeah, yeah. We're not we're and, not like New Zealand. We're still not doing a, a not having a good time. It's like the states in the UK. We're both we're both <laughs> yeah. we're both fucking up tremendously. Yeah, baby. Our Number little one. our little brother over there in Europe, <laughs> the United <laughs> the United Kingdom. I'm the big brother now, and I get to play <laughs> Xbox whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah. I'm gonna invade Iran. You can come, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, you can you can play on a controller with that. That's not plugged in. <laughs> Mom says it's my turn on the Predator drone. No fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, God. Like I. Um, yeah, but that's that's what it was. It's like it was just this um, fucking like doomsday setting, and like these it's, guys were here. yeah. The Tyranids are like every other race is like intelligent beings, like nations or whatever, with very clear motives. The Tyranids are just a force of nature. Yeah, they are just as so. There's like two doomsday factions. There's chaos and there's Tyranids. Mm. That's what it was. Those were like the two things that were going to destroy the galaxy was like either one of those forces and like and now that like the 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 setting is moving along they had to kind of like be like oh well we need some breathing room um uh, you know all these plants that were getting invaded by the tyranids they won it was great <laughs> and, like, and they pushed them back um and like i don't know like it it's just there's been such a blow to their kind of like you know because they were creepy. Like, they, like, yeah. gr- growing up with Nids, like, they were fucking scary. And, like, Nids were scary. Yeah. yeah. They, they were, they were super scary. And, like, it's, 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 I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with them. Cause, like, I think Nids need to come back in a big way where they just sort of, like, do something fucking crazy, like eat Ultramar or something, which will never fucking, yeah. which will never, never happen. Never fucking happen. But That'd like, be awesome. Yeah, like, and that's like another thing is like the first war that the Imperium had with um with Tyranids was at Ultramar. Um, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, it was a Kraken. I, I forget which. Uh, I, I think it was it was Behemoth or Kraken. Like all the Hive fleets have different names uh, based on mythological monsters. Like there's you know Hive fleet Behemoth Kraken. Uh, Leviathan, Yormungandr, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, let me see. Yeah, uh, most of the the all, Tyranids came through. All the cool through. Final Fantasy summons. All the cool <laughs> Final Fantasy summons. There was a big Tyranid incursion in the Galactic East around Ultramar, and the Ultramarines are now really, really effective at fighting Tyranids. Like they developed uh, Hellfire rounds for their Bolter, which is just yeah. like it's a Bolter shell it's, that's it's, filled with acid. It eats ty- you from the inside out. The Ultramarine oh, yeah. should almost be thankful for Tyranids because it's the only thing that made them stand out in any way whatsoever. Is Honestly, that, yeah. Is, is that they just like became the authority on fighting Tyranids. Like mm-hmm. they have a whole unit called Ultramarine, like, you know, 
fucking Tyranid veterans that just like, yep. you know, just like survived the wars. Like the those Marines, they lost their entire first company, which is like they're all their Terminators. Every single one of them fucking died. And like, just, I don't know, along with just like a bunch of other fucking dudes, they barely survived. I forget what happened. Marnius Calgar did something badass while also, um, you know, saying that capitalism is bad or whatever the fucking Marvel comic is like, <laughs> that, that came out. I, I forget what it was. Like, I was like, <laughs> like I remember some like, you know, I, and I, like, I love this shit, right? Like I, you know, like mm-hmm. I, like I, I think it's good, but it's also just so bizarre to just sort of see leftist trends in 40 K so I, there's, like, yeah. there's a part of me that's just sort of like, well, this is great, but also like, I have n- no reference level for this whatsoever <laughs> in this hobby that I've been participating in. Like, you should check out this cool podcast. That's, oh uh... God! <laughs> 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 Starting to get some traction lately. <laughs> but there was this Polygon writer who was just sort of like, "Oh, it turns out Marnius Calgar has a lot to say about class warfare." And I was just like, <laughs> "Jesus fucking Christ!" Like, I just like I have no oh. idea how this fits into this fucking like this this stupid, dumb like um, stupid. Um, yes. um, fucking uh, hobby that I participated, but I I still yeah. need I still need to read the comics because like yeah me I heard, too I heard I've that heard they pretty good things I heard that it was pretty good like I I mm. so like I I definitely want to check it out but I remember seeing that headline and I was just like oh my god like <laughs> like <laughs> just sort of like oh god like you know you know like I think I think one of the things like so like when it comes to like video games in general like like there's this like thing where like games want to have like their cake and eat it too. They want to be a hyper violent, just like insane fun time, but also have their like gone home narrative. Like, yeah. it's like, it's like the game. And like, I like, you know, I, 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 I really want to play uh, the last of us, but like, I always get that like sense from like those, like a lot of these games, like Gears of war, like me and Jeff are playing Gears of war five right now. And there's just sort of like this like deep, like fucking um, <laughs> like narrative of um, it's of, about like, a man and he's looking for his daughter. Or just yeah, just <laughs> shit like that. Well, like in this, it's just sort of like somebody getting over their trauma and getting like familial trauma and stuff like that. And it's like a compelling story, but at the end of the day, it's just you killing these horrible orc monsters over and <laughs> over again. And it's just like that's how I feel about like 40k. With like yeah. these like little narratives getting put in here, I'm just sort of like, how does this fit in here? It just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> you gotta purge all these monsters because your your uh, sister's gay. It's you getting over your homophobia. That's what these horrible monsters are. <laughs> that's what they represent. Like that's you gotta shoot them in the face. Here, that's, you hear that games workshop? This is what you could do with tyrannids. <laughs> you could have a, 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 a girl's lesbian daughter or sister <laughs> fucking uh, <laughs> get absorbed by the hive mind. Uh, they have to fucking just put up with that for a whole game or something. <laughs> Oh my um, god. Well, just killing droves and droves and droves of people. Um, oh, that would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I don't know. Like it's I it's that's so, I don't know. But like it's it's so funny that like I don't know the just like this like landscape of the hobby right now. Like it's mm-hmm. it's just in a place that I just never fucking foresaw. Like it's we've really we've spent I don't know we spent like a year with it and, uh, and like you know just sort of like it going in this better direction and like and it's been really interesting to watch yeah yeah like and like that's that's the thing that's just so baffling about it is like 40k is like no longer this thing that like I have to like apologize about all the time other than yeah. just how uh just horrifically just you know unfriendly it is to newcomers <laughs> with the amount of mm. fucking lore that you need to, to like yeah have like, any like fulfillment from enjoying the hobby um like we've been going off track here and there but it's like more than an hour and we're still like just piecing together all of the tyranid stuff because there's a lot of tyranid stuff oh yeah ab- absolutely we can we can yeah, we fuckers. can we can do two-parters like we can do we, we could probably do two-parters yeah but uh yeah, before we break, I just want to mention, like, um, the Ultramarines are one of the big authorities on how to fight Tyranids, but the other one is this guy named uh, Fetus Cryptman. He's an Oh, wizard. Jesus, uh, yeah, God. This this guy, he was like the, the fucking uh, Cassandra in Troy, the one who knew the threat, like, right when it was just about to pop off. Nobody believed them. But now that just everything's going crazy across the galaxy, they're just like, ha, I told you so. And that's that's just Cryptman in a nutshell. And he just takes, like, the most extreme methods. Like, when uh, one of the Hive Fleets was coming in, I forget which one. It might have been Leviathan. Uh, Cryptman's whole strategy was that the best way to stop them is to starve them before they get here. And here meant like the core worlds, core worlds of the Imperium. So what well, was around some sector that the Hive fleet was uh, homing in on. So what he did was he just like, um, he had inquisitorial, just death ships, like nuke 50, 100, however many worlds and just make them devoid of life. So the Tyranids couldn't eat them. <laughs> and so they would like ha- try to, he's maybe a the patriot. Tyranids would turn back. I won't hear anything else about Cryptman. He did everything to protect us. He did what had to be done. There's absolutely absolutely nothing wrong with the Halo Array. Exactly. It's the only way. It's the only way to keep the universe clean. Yeah, no, Cryptman would totally uh, press the big Halo button to kill the flood. And he, that's that's he's that's his kind of guy, yeah. And like he got excommunicated from the Inquisition, right? Yeah, but yeah, it, he's gone rogue. They uh they threw him out of the Inquisition, which was a pretty big deal. Because like, how are you going to uh, save that kind of a PR disaster after one of your guys just nukes a hundred worlds to try and stop the Tyranids? Like, it, yeah. I mean, the Inquisition usually doesn't have to worry about PR at all. That's how bad it gets. Yeah. They're already scary, and nobody wants anything to do with them. Yeah, no, and like the one, and like he had like. In some cases, it was like actually like the right thing to do, and in other cases, it's just sort of like you killed a bunch of people for no reason, you motherfucker! Like he yeah. just like went <laughs> completely crazy. Because in some cases, like you're just gonna be food, like you know, just like mm-hmm. if like in some cases. But then he would just be like, 
I predict that in a couple hundred years, they'll be right here and they'll eat all of you. And like, <laughs> well, sir, is there plenty of time to pre- prepare defenses? And no, 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 we have to kill all of you. Come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like they'll do that. And like, um, gotta be proactive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No. You gotta it, take the initiative. No, and like, um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, he, um, I think he was also responsible for directing um, uh, the Octarian Orc Empire and a Tyranid High Fleet into battle with one another. <laughs> and he wanted... And, oh, I remember this. Yeah, he wanted, like, one of them to kind of um, get, like, destroyed so that then, like, the Imperium could go attack the survivors and just kill all of them. Um, mm-hmm. And then the Orcs just never stopped fighting and they never stopped right, they're orcs. replenishing their numbers because they're orcs and like yeah they got they just were sort of like yo this rules it was just another instance of orc valhalla where it was just a, yes. a, a front where just like you know it never stopped it just the ba- fighting never stopped and so mm-hmm. So the orcs are getting stronger fighting the Tyranids because uh, there's just more of them and they're just getting really fucking into it. And the Tyranids are getting stronger from fighting the orcs because they're just harvesting all of that like super tough orc DNA that makes you strong. Just eating their vitamins, you know? No. I'm pr- I forget what happened. Sparring but buddies. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that um, when um, Abaddon did his thing where he split the galaxy in half or whatever, uh-huh. um, that like the um the two i don't know if they got split in half but something happened that made the the two factions stop fighting so there was just these two bloated this huge high fleet and then this huge orc empire that just like went and both started ta- attacking the imperium immediately like, <laughs> that's awesome yeah with both just like you know just like you know and they're like both very close to terra or something like that i forget what the whole deal was Oh, that rules. <laughs> oh, Warhammer's great. Warhammer. Um, Warhammer is full of threats to Terra. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. We never talked about the Swarm Lord. He's like. Uh, Swarm Lord is almost like his own little tiny hive mind, right? Like he's got his own kind of. He's operating on his own wavelength because the, the hive mind only brings out Swarm Lord when it, it's in serious trouble, right? He's a paradigm shift. You know, yeah. he's, 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 uh, that's the word he's, he's just like, you know, bringing it to a new level. Yeah. No, just like fucking, um, he's, he's, uh, he's also he's there. A... He's also just like, you know, Vegeta powering up more powerful than ever just to get his ass kicked by Majin Buu. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. it's, it's just like all he is. He's just <laughs> like, I'm an even more powerful tyrant. Or uh, uh, what are they called? The tyrant people? Hive tyrants? Yeah. Hive tyrants. That's it. Yeah. Hive tyrants. Um, and uh, and they just get fucking murdered. Yep. I think once you get up to uh, Tyranid Kaiju, you got like uh, the Bio Titans, which are very cool. There's a good fistful. Um, there's a good fistful of them. Like there's like. A, yeah, there's, yeah. 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 Like the, 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 I think he's called the Turvagon. He looks like just a giant, like kind of just huge scary lobster thing with like a, a gun on his butt <laughs> I, I let me see if i can find a picture of him 
And there's also, I think it's called the Harospex, which is just a kind of a, a bigger gaunt that's just like constantly giving birth to gaunts. Oh, hell yeah. Like it just never that's stops shitting like, out baby. gaunts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, I was gonna make a I was gonna make a joke about uh just how I was um researching the Zerg just to sort of have some other stuff to talk about while you guys were talking about the uh the Tyranids. Oh yeah. But then I was gonna be like, you know, I've just been getting really into the Zerg and uh you know, I would like to read a couple passages from my uh, Jim Rayner Zergling Gangbang and Prague fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> Rainer, I love like Rainer's whole arc in the in the fucking video games. It's so it's so silly. He's just like, yeah, I'm just a ranger on the frontier. Oops, I'm the front of a like you know just like Mujahideen like styled <laughs> militia that's going after a confederate a neo confederate space empire. Oh god, like I don't know. It's yeah, that whole series is completely insane. It's so completely insane. And and StarCraft 2 is just like so weird with like how they try to de-zerg Kerrigan. And it's it feels like just a metaphor for like trying to like get your girlfriend to go to therapy or something. <laughs> I, it's like the it's it's definitely yeah. got like Cliff Blazinski syndrome. Like I'm just sort of like, I made gears of war because I was going through a divorce and it was really hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of shit. <laughs> StarCraft is really silly. That's why I only uh, am into serious uh, media properties like Warhammer 40k. That's absolutely. That's, <laughs> the uh, thinking man StarCraft. Yeah. I just, I can't <laughs> wait for, I hope Games Workshop is like paying attention to like, you know, like 2016 era Doom, where it just sort of like, you just mm -hmm. like, you have this schlock that is so unapologetically schlocky. You know, like, I don't know, man. I just like this era, like of the 2010s of just like, you know, just self-aware Star Wars and self-aware superheroes yeah. and other things like that was just such a nightmare. Like, yeah. it's it just sort of like, you know, just, I don't know. That's why that game was so fucking good. Just like, just, you know, be unapologetically schlocky and just be smart about it. Just, just fucking, yes. just fucking like, you know. Because it was dumb, but it was smart about being dumb. It was, yeah, it's which is it hard was. to do. It was smart dumb. It, it's so hard to be smart dumb, and like it's so I, hard to be smart dumb. Yeah, like I. Yeah, this Tyranid Biotitan is pretty smart dumb. This is the Tervagon. <laughs> that's the one that's just constantly shitting out gaunts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just the the huge distended belly, and I I forget this guy I fought on tabletop, and he's a nightmare. Because he can just spawn gaunts for free any turn that you don't kill it. So, oh, so like, it's just a fresh resupply of troops. Uh, you roll a dice to see how many come out, and it can be as little as, like, four. can be as much as, like, uh, 12. Like, you know, a, a bunch of them can show up, and it was just, like, horrifying to fight. Um, yep. And it was, like, really... Anytime you put one on a board, it was just, like... I can't believe you're doing that because I have no <laughs> means of replenishing my troops whatsoever. And Man, like just shitting gaunts everywhere. Yeah. Just spraying gaunts all over the place. Yeah. Just you, you you don't even like you go into a supermarket, you don't even wear a mask. You're just spraying fucking gaunts everywhere, <laughs> contaminating the entire surface. 
<laughs> with these horrible, horrible, horrible little infectors. <laughs> Don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like the turbagons are great. Turbagons are great. I yeah. they're also just a scary design. Let's see if is there any very scary. Let's see if there's any they look like a carnifex, but they 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 just like have this like just horrible like vor belly of just sort of like, oh yeah. man, there's so many iconic anime characters stuffed in my stomach. <laughs> yeah, that's what gene, uh, being a gene stealer is all about, right? Just living out your vor fetish. Yeah. <laughs> do you see? Do you see the art right here? Wait, I uh, Sam posted the Turfagon, and the, I only just saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's been looking at it. I'm so sorry. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. This is Ex- except our listeners. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just mm-hmm. use your imagination, folks. Just Google it. Just Google it. <laughs> This Google Turbagon. It's your responsibility it. to have fun. You have to pick yeah. the, cer- the, the streaming service. You have to pick the yeah. fucking show that you're watching. Google it's not our, it's job not our to job. educate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our job. Yeah, exactly. It's not our job to educate you, you fucking privileged morons. <laughs> Shit lords. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, oh. I, I love this model so much, though. It's just so it's so creepy looking, especially mm. those like those just like um, mantis blades in the front, like both of those like they just I don't know. And, Extremely cool. And some of the Tyranids have like this grin going on that just is so great. They just Here's a great grin. Have, this is another uh, another bio titan. This is a hierophant. Yeah, the, hi- oh. the, the hierophants are good. Yeah, there's fucking freaky spiders with guns. They're like. 250 feet tall or something they they square off with like the warhounds like they like yeah they're like a warhound equivalent and then there's a few other things that are a little bigger than them i forget what they're called though um yeah it's it's hard to like talk about some of the bio titans i know that there's probably a lot of lore behind them but it's just like yeah they're just Hmm. fucking huge dude (laughs) yeah just just big old kaiju That's, that's what they are yeah. You can see like uh, Godzilla or Anguirus uh, and like, I don't know, fucking like like when everybody joins forces to fight King Ghidorah, like Tyranid Biotitans are a Ghidorah style threat, I think. Oh, yeah. What's um, wait, Jeff, you'll know this. Um, What is um, is that one? It's like Godzilla versus Megalon. Yeah. Who's the like robot that Godzilla fights alongside in that? Jet Jaguar. Yeah, Jet Jaguar. My boy, the, Jet Jaguar. Fucking, fucking <laughs> the Tau developed to their own Jet Jaguar to fight the ta- to fight the Tyranids. Like, <laughs> oh, that's sick! Just like a gigantic, huge, gigantic mech, and they only made like a handful of them, and they just posted them on the frontier where the Tyranids invaded, so that if they ever show up again, that there's just these gigantic mechs that will like fight them and like push them back. Or something like that. I don't know if they've like. So the Tau basically just made uh, the Jaegers. They, yeah, Jaeger yeah. They made they made their own Jaegers and that oh, have awesome. that have two pilots. So two people. Ah. So like two <laughs> two people pilot it at the same time. Which I oh my god, it's a very nice nod. I really like yeah, a, appreciate that. <laughs> this is a recent thing. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty recent. Oh. Like in the last uh, four years. Yeah, like it's, cool. it's it's pretty. It's like Pacific Rim recent. So yeah, absolutely. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, oh, that rules. Yeah, <laughs> that, no. that's yeah. Just 
that's that's all Warhammer is when you get down to it. It's just a bunch of British guys watching movies in in a basement somewhere, be like, "Oh, it's totally sick. Let's put it in the Warhammer." Yeah, that's all it is, man. It's just just good. All it's ever been. It's just just Goodwin drawing little sketches and just being like, oh, "I thought this was a right bloody good idea, so I just I made a little <laughs> sketch of it and I put it in the fucking thing." Yeah, we're we're going for oh, that's like ninety minutes of material. Yeah, how how much more should we keep going? Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Um, take a break sounds good. Um, uh, tyranids are inside inside job. They they fucking uh, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> They're so bad and evil. <laughs> uh, Blake Stone, aliens of gold, ladies and gentlemen. All right, nice. Welcome back to the cool show where we we talk about you know angry spacemen and the bugs that eat them. <laughs> the bugs um, that eat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like one thing I noticed very early on when I was first getting into Warhammer is like uh, you know every every race has their own like just poster guy who does all the cool stuff and like. Uh, you know, the, the space Marines have like Marnius Calgar, or now they have Gilliman. Um, yeah, the no, poor, Guard. Poor, poor Calgar. He's just sort of like, oh man, I was the poster child of this franchise. He's got upstaged so hard. <laughs> it's, yeah. so, it's so fucking good. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you got like a uh, Calgar or Gilliman for the space Marines. You've got like, uh, I don't know, Sly Marbo and Creed for the Imperial Guard, uh, uh, Karn the Betrayer for Chaos, Abaddon, um, uh, Farsight for the Tau, Eldrad for the Eldar, fucking uh, Vect for the Dark Eldar. Like everyone, Gaskell for the Orcs. Everyone's got like their their cool guy, their champion. The Tyranids don't really have that. No. Yeah, they, there's like, no Kerrigan. All the other. In the story. There's no Kerrigan. Yeah, there's. Uh... What, what am I gonna jack off to tonight? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like. like... Some that's very enterprising good, people. Very enterprising people on That's such a Warhammer. good point, though. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's <laughs> just like, there's, 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 I don't know. Like, it's so funny. Just so, like, yeah, we're approaching like, thir- like over 30 years of this shit. And, like, it's just like so many of these factions, like, you know, a bunch of them have been super fleshed out. And then the other ones are just sort of like, have this just sort of like window dress- dressing that, like, they mm-hmm. get. Or it's just like, oh, all right, like here's a candle and here's some incense and, uh, you know, here's <laughs> yeah. some Monopoly money. <laughs> like there are a few uh, named Tyranid life forms, but they're not really, uh, uh, they, they don't really get much elaboration. Like there's, let me see, there's one actually that I really like. This is a zoanthrope, and his name is the Doom of Malantai, which is, oh, shit. first of all, a great name for like a deathcore band or something. But, <laughs> but also, um, this guy is called the Doom of Malantai because there was a Tyranid Hive Fleet that invaded a minor Eldar craft world called Malantai. Yeah. And they <laughs> pretty much wiped it out. In part, mainly because this particular zoanthrope went up to the uh, the Infinity Circuit, where all the Eldar on the craft world keep their soul stones, and this zoanthrope just fucking ate every single soul stone. 
just sucked them all up. And got really big brained. Where do you work out? <laughs> I work out at this fucking dead craft world <laughs> that I ate. The Whatever library that... of the dead craft world that I ate. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Jesus the Black Christ. library. Come on, guys. Yeah. Uh. I'm sorry. I tried to do that fucking stupid beam. <laughs> Speaking of um, metal, like uh, cool metal sounding things. The first planet mm. that um, there's a whole like other like breed of gene stealers. There was like a first contact that the Imperium made with them called oh. Yim Yimgarl. Yes. Like, yeah. And I was just I like, damn. And I remember the first thing I thought when I read that while I was like going over stuff tonight was just like, oh, man, that'd be a pretty sick fucking metal band name. <laughs> no, I did. This is like Yim Garl. <laughs> There's a I lot just... of uh, very fertile ground for uh, metal band names in Warhammer, and I'm really glad that yeah. uh, bands like Dominus Knox are out there. Yeah, like, we, yeah, we I wanted... thought of this idea, and someone's actually doing it because I can't play music that well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, well, we would want to do a shout out for them for a while now. Like, it's yeah, it's, yeah, they're, that uh, EP that they put out is like very, very good. Emperor's Children, Emperor's Children Two, I guess. Yeah, it check it out. Fucks. Buy it on Bandcamp. Yeah, next, yes. uh, next for this Friday or no, it'll be next Friday, the one in February. The one in February. <laughs> That's how that'll be the next one. Yeah, Bandcamp Friday. Uh, give Dominus Knox uh, some money. They deserve it. They're good guys. Give them yeah, all your money. The, yeah, no. Let them fin dom you. <laughs> yes. They're, they're fucking Dominus Knox. <laughs> their music video. Their music video. Oh God, Jesus. Their music video was really cute. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Video. That was great. That was that was fun. It's very nice. I enjoyed that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Fucking Carnifex is a deathcore band. Absolutely, oh, they yeah. are. California. Even I know. You know I I I I've become a deathcore apologist. <laughs> you know, no, I, I wouldn't say recently, but in my you know early twenties, getting back into metal, I was like, you know, why did I write off this genre? Let's let's check out what deathcore is all about, and a lot of it's pretty fun. I mean, a yeah. part of just getting it's all old. it's all stupid, but it's all fun. A part of getting older is just sort of calming down a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and, just, and just sort of like <laughs> just look. realizing what's really important. Like nobody cares if, like you know, if, if suicide silence isn't on the metal archives, and that doesn't make the metal. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Just have fun. <laughs> I felt that way with um fucking um blah 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 um. Oh Jesus! Who's that? Just like Blue Oyster Cult band again? Ghost. 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 They're great. <laughs> like I, I love yeah, Ghost. Fun. My dad yeah. loves Ghost. He's just like, damn, this rules. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's so into them. I just. Oh, throw, that's cute. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's fun. Um, we're also a metal podcast. We talk about metal for two minutes every episode. At least talk about true metal bands <laughs> like Carnifex and Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Wimps and posers leave the hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. god, dude! Like so, uh, another form that I think is really good, and this was like the scariest. So, like, that's not true. I said that the scariest was the Turvagon because I fucking. Would spawn those fucking dudes, and it was just like a nightmare to face. But there was this other guy who was just like this, like you know, little like just woodchuck of a tyranid. I forget whatever. I forget what the fuck it's called. Tyranids. Uh, uh, t- is it the Ripper? 
No. We haven't talked about the Rippers. <laughs> well, talk about the talk. Let's talk about the Rippers first. Oh yeah, yeah. the Rippers are. Oh, they're they're just just uh, itty bitty little dudes. They're like just a a big slug and a mouth. <laughs> that's, that's all <laughs> it is. They're kind of the nerglings of uh, the Tyranids. <laughs> yeah, the nerglings of Tyranids. Just the the cute little guys who come through after the battle's over, and they're just the the garbage disposal. They they just uh, eat up all like the the carrion and leavings of everything else. Just bring all that biomass back to the. Uh, Back to the hive mind, back they, to the reclamation look, pool. Like they, they just, uh, <laughs> yeah. they eat all that stuff. They, they were the neck, the reclamation pool is where the Tyranids store all their genetic, uh, uh, genetic material. And the rippers, after they're done eating, they just all just lemming style one by one, jump into the, <laughs> rec- ne- the, the, the reclamation pool. Just, just bloop, 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 wee, bloop. Yeah, no, they, they you're feel... in for surprise. You're inside a slug. Ah! <laughs> this uh, this podcast God. is uh, this is this is a Judas Priest podcast. In case you haven't noticed over the last couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I like the thing I love about Rippers is they look like a starter monster that you would get on like Monster Rancher or something. <laughs> yeah, they, they look. They, they, they just... look like like <laughs> when you get your your Tyranid Pokemon from Professor Oak in Pallet Town, you'd get like a Ripper, and it would evolve into something bigger along the way. Yeah, it's like, oh no, <laughs> what have I done? You've you've doomed the whole region, Ash. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, oh. Why? Why did you bring this upon us? You told me, <laughs> Mr. Oak. First, I'm sorry, doctor. Um, oh. But, um, no. Yeah, I'm, what's, what's the professor, thing you were going to talk professor. about? Oh, shit. I'm trying to fucking... Professors uh, often have a doctorate, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these guys... The, these guys the were, No, those are the tinier ones. But the yeah, oh. Raveners, Raveners, there's not much to say about them. They just are these, like, you know, they burrow underground. They're, they are, um, at the beginning of this episode, we had joked about um, about uh, Tremors, a, yeah. great, a great, great movie. They're the Tremor monster, basically. Pretty much. They just uh, burrow underground and then uh, bust out and eat you. They bust <laughs> out and eat you, and uh, there's nothing really complicated about them. So, yeah, there's the, yeah, Raveners, uh, uh, shit. Where are these big boys? The Trigon. That's what they're called. Oh, the Trigon. Yeah, okay. these guys rule. They just like I remember facing these on tabletop, and they were just the fucking scariest motherfuckers on the planet. Like oh, they would just yeah, yeah. oh sick looking motherfuckers. Yeah, they're huge. So like, imagine like like a Chimera or Lehman Russ would be half the size of this thing. So mm-hmm. they were just like super, super big and they just burrow out of the ground and just fucking, you know, they basically, so like in tabletop, there's deep striking and like, yeah. you can just sort of like, what that means is that you can just position a squad anywhere on the table that you want. So long as it's like nine inches away from any enemy. Um, and these guys will just show up and just kill whatever the fuck is there. And so I just like, as a Tau player, as a Dark Eldar player, these were actually pretty easy to handle because I was just so fucking fast. Anytime they showed up somewhere, I'd just zoom away from it. 
But, but like, if you're like a if you're like a, a guard player or a Tau player where it's yeah. all about your gun line, yeah. and then it's just oh wait, there's this giant thing that pops up right next to me all of a sudden. How do you handle that? Um, you just send a unit to die. <laughs> you yeah. just you throw it in there, and you're just like, up oh, there, nah, good luck. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're all leaving. Now's your time to shine. <laughs> it's, it's 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 your shown in anime moment. If you defeat the monster, you'll you get new powers. I really? think on the tabletop. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> On the tabletop, you call doing that just like a, a tar pit, right? Where you tie up like a big thing with something tiny and inconsequential. Just keep it occupied while Absol- like absolutely. the rest of your army tries to do things. Absolutely. And like, yeah. and that only buys so much time because it can like mm-hmm. kill it pretty quickly. Uh, but like, yeah, no, these guys were super scary. I don't know the lore behind them. And like on this podcast, we really try very hard to just stick to what we know. And not just, uh, you know, read things off of wikis. We're, we're very adamant about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may... We... Yeah, if you want to hear somebody doing, like, ASMR wiki readings, uh, there's always Luton. <laughs> and he's really good at what he does. L- well, Luton is good because he actually does, like, a lot of speculative lore. Like, he he mm, really yeah. just has his yeah, own... he does a lot of that. He has his own idea of of how things are. And... When you listen to him, you're just like, that makes a lot of sense. And like he sounds just, like heresy he's... to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like those uh he's like those Dark Souls uh lore people because Dark Souls lore is just really like just barely sketched out and you kind of have to draw <laughs> your own implications from it. And yeah, yeah. Like, what did he mean by this really translated line? Yeah, Let's exactly. find out in the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, know. Andrew, you've been playing Dark Souls three a lot, right? I've been I've been replaying it, and um, and I've and like it's been fun. And there's certain things I like try to like I will like Google and Wiki, and then like it's just one of those situations where when you have a question, it just gives you um an answer, and then gives you three more things to think about. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just kind of like Jesus Christ, God, yeah. <laughs> like it's just it's so fucking hard. Like I remember like looking up um the um it's like one of the second monsters you fight, the giant tree guy. Um, yeah. and three. Um he's like I didn't realize that you can join like a faction if you talk to like this group of people or whatever. Anyway, this is the Dark Souls mm-hmm. podcast. We now t- <laughs> we now talk about but Dark Souls is so adjacent to I was going to say that like so like when a, a Tyranid invasion happens, all these fucking things, there's a bunch of them. Like, you know, there's yeah. all these monsters. We can spend three a billion hours talking about all these monsters that show up. They're just all horrifying. Yeah. They show up and they start eating the planet. And that takes a while. Like, and it does take a while. For me, and... like, I loved the idea of, like, a Souls game taking place in a, like, a, 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 on a planet where planet uh, that's it, like being eaten by tyranids that has like the imperium has failed like oh that just, would rule it's, it's so like, it's, hard it's just like you know there's just all these just you know tyranid spires and just mm-hmm. things and the you can picture it just like yeah all this like that's terrifying that's a big part of what tyranids do when they're eating a planet like they'll just reconfigure the ecosystem to the point where you just have like uh oh, like uh 
like how the Zerg have to put down creep before they can build their buildings. Yes, that, absolutely. That same kind of thing. It's so just, there's uh, the uh, Cortana level of Halo Three, <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> over, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, just just everything's just like this creepy biopunk, and there's just like you know spires of flesh and bone, like stories scores of stories high like just empire state building size or bigger and just everything's being eaten to sustain the continued eating <laughs> yeah absolutely and every, yeah, wait, and every wait, what am i saying that's that's fucking doom eternal that's basically the setting right oh yeah no the fucking um that one level what the fuck is it called it's a really good level it's like super super good in doom eternal um it's just the city that's just being completely eaten uh, yeah, well, I still need to play that. No, it's it's really really good. Uh, well, there's the it's first game. There's <laughs> the first. Uh, there's the causes first. Causes my like nerve issues to flare up in my left hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <it's> intense. <laughs> no, yeah, I would get terrible cramps when I would play uh, Hotline Miami Two. <laughs> Hotline Miami Two is a game that I have not returned to. I played that one time and I never played it again. I have it's, played. It's just rough. Like it's it's rough to play through just like from a from a mechanical perspective because you just got to be so on top of every variable on the map and by variable I mean Russian mobsters who you have to just like mutilate. Well, the thing also was like the level designs were so different. Like yeah, you know, the the first game it's just kind of like all right. Like first there's... game was like tight corridors and like little apartments, and the second was just all these wide open spaces where you'd get shot from halfway across the map. Yeah, it was very frustrating. And like yeah, yeah it sounds yeah, it sounds really different. I'm used to just you know going through a door and then shooting, going back in the door and then taking advantage of like the half second it takes them to come around the corner to shoot them again. Yeah, no, the the yeah. thing the thing I loved about two was when you played as the ice climber twins like one had a chainsaw and one had an uzi so oh just, that ruled you, yeah you played as the two of them and that ruled it was so much fun just going around <laughs> one person chainsawed people the other shot and you just had these two weapons that was it and it was <laughs> it was just so fucking good that was and then everything else i remember just being kind of frustrating like I, yeah there, there were a lot of frustrating moments just like dying for like 30 minutes straight on this one section that you're just going insane trying to clear it was yeah. rough it was rough it was it was like a rough game i do want to play it again sometime yeah. um we might you know do what some... else is rough is getting eaten by tyranids <laughs> uh, no. yeah, there's no. there's this one guy the biovore and he's like the the artillery bugs from starship troopers i'm dropping a picture <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 oh, i think girth, look at is... that girthy cannon coming out of his back seriously yeah just just all about like the giger like biomechanical dicks and uh i think this this guy's whole thing is he'll just like he'll it, it's like him the biovore the pyrovore they're kind of the same thing i don't know like they'll they'll eat stuff and then just the the stomach acid churning it's it's basically just a burp cannon and that's another okay. form of tyranid <laughs> artillery i oh, could yeah. be wrong though i don't remember that's awesome. Yeah, it kind of looks like the um, speaking of Gears of War earlier, uh, the Brumac. Oh just, yeah, yeah. yeah, just like a yeah, like a bio bio biomechanical tank thing. They ruled, man. I fucking love the. Um, I remember fighting those like in the first game. And, yeah, like, they were they, a huge deal in the first game. Every time they showed them up. No, they ruled. I fucking I fucking loved them, and like I was just like, man, 
I wish I could play as that. Like, I just, <laughs> just, you got to, you got to, you got to pilot a broom act. Right? Was that in the second game or? Yeah, yeah. I was trying yeah. to remember if it was first or the second, but yeah, you yeah. definitely control a broom act a little bit. And you just fuck shit up. Yes. Damn, I'm trying to remember. Um, there is a um, a Titan variant of this guy. Of um, mm. I'm trying to remember. Oh god, I'm just gonna alt tab into all of these real quick. Let me see here. Okay, blah blah blah. blah. Nope. Blah blah blah. Nope. 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 Oh Jesus. Um. Oh god, do I dare go to one d four chan? Oh. One d four chan. Bio Titan. Do they all have like this uh the same um color scheme? Just like the black and like the red and the uh no, no. really pale white flesh. There's one Every, there's uh... one that's there's one that's literally a Starship Troopers uh uh color scheme. That's just black yeah. and yellow black and yellow. Yep. Black and yellow, black, black and, and yellow, yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> um yeah. When I can... do it, I do it big. <laughs> <laughs> when um i yeah i think every high fleet has a different color scheme so like the the kind of like dark blue and red i think is high fleet behemoth and the perp the purple on pink is high Levi- fleet leviathan I yeah think. that's leviathan oh, okay. yep 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 yeah, yeah like every high fleet has its own color scheme just so people can paint their armies all kinds of interesting colors like yeah this is the um I just posted it. This is the Yeah, that's straight up the Starship Troopers artillery. Though. Yeah, that's it it looks like one of the first bosses in Metroid Prime. That like giant like praying mantis. Yeah. Like that like bit. flowery mantis dude that you fight, minus the giant back artillery jutting out of its spine. Uh that was not kind of looks Metroid like Prime. you know, I'm sure someone out there has like a custom dab rig that looks like this guy. <laughs> yeah dude oh man i'm trying to think of um so like what is there's some huge battles we talked about ultra the like you know ultramarines and stuff like yeah there's there's a fun fact that i uh wanted to share that um the first imperial world that the tyranids ate uh ever is called prandium which is latin for breakfast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and i love that, that so much that rules. <laughs> every now and then <laughs> they know how to use the language i guess yep. oh my god that's so funny i didn't know that yeah a oh. lot of the time uh, the the tyranids like they actually kind of know how to use the language and then other times it's like oh this word sounds cool when like the hara specs was like uh an old woman seeress in ancient Rome. It wasn't like a, a giant bio titan that's shitting gaunts everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, it just sounds cool. Yeah, baby. Oh yeah, there's also um we have to talk about the other big one of the other big like Tyranid bioforms that is unique and has a name. This guy's been around since like forever and uh he was shot in the eye once and oh, like, yeah. shot through the eye uh, by, I think, like one of the ultramarines uh, just blasted him with a plasma bolt at his head, seared through the eye. He fell into a canyon. He was declared dead. Uh, corpse freed up, freezed up during the winter. Everyone thought he was gone. But then he came back. Just the, the some scavengers found the ice block and thought it out like uh, 
like in the thing, you know, and then it's, but it's actually, it's not just the thing. It's a fucking like kaiju Titan. And this thing just keeps rampaging around just all these sectors close to each other in the galactic East. And just everybody knows it. Everybody recognizes it. They all know old one eye. That's his name. And it's, it's really funny because old one eye is what my dad calls his dick. he's got some pretty good art old art this art's great he just looks like a giant enemy crab in this fucking art it's so stupid oh man post it yeah (laughs) (laughs) they took me eye oh yeah he's got a big pirate voice (laughs) let me show you why they call me Crap, fucker. <laughs> Ye best start believing in dystopian, gothic horror, sci-fi franchises. You're living in one. <laughs> I, I like old One-Eye because he's been around forever and he just gets all this completely unnecessary plot armor that they usually only reserve for space marines. Like, yeah. this guy got shot by... Um, uh, Scout Sergeant Tellian, who's like one of the greatest snipers in the Imperium. Oh, he yeah. trains all the scouts in the Ultramarines, who are like, you know, the, one of the best chapters ever. His, his legacy lives on through every single recruit of, of the chapter because mm-hmm. he teaches every single, he molds every single person. You yep, know, he's... He, he teaches them all about his weird, you know, just kind of like, you know. They should bring back the gold standard. Just remember that. Like, you know, they, they fucking... Uh, Pure strain gold. <laughs> Pure strain gold. Our money's not backed by anything. It's just backed because we see it is. We need to base it on precious metals like we used to. And all of our financial worries will just go away. Also, here's how you use your sniper rifle. Yeah, it's like, I'll never forget what you taught me, Tell him. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, just taking aim at... Uh, at old one eyes empty eye socket yeah. and the fed <laughs> dude this i gotta post tell it because he's got this uh great uh model he's it's, he's got a great beard oh. i like his beard <laughs> yeah it's just this this old man there's Very not many there's fellow. not many old like space marines which i like you know yeah when space marines do have hair it's usually like black brown blonde red just normal people like young people hair colors but Tellian looks like a, a gandalf if gandalf was a space marine kind of or like an obi-wan because he's like that that mentor character you know yeah and, and like you know he he could have power armor but he chooses to stay with with the younglings mm-hmm. and 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 teach them how to be <laughs> and how to Fuck up, killing, killing tyrannid super threats. Uh, yeah, like, he, you know. he shot old one eye right in his ruined eye socket. Old one eye fell into another canyon and froze up again. But yeah. then he came back. He just keeps coming back. They can't kill him. They don't know what's up with him. He's just, he's just really, really tough, and he won't die no matter how many fucking rounds you pump into him. Don't you know my secret? I'm a crab. <laughs> You'll never get me secret formula. <laughs> 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 
Reptilian! I've overdosed on ketamine and I'm going to die! That <laughs> 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 fucking kid, some like kid who made a fucking SpongeBob video game where it's literally that, just Mr. Krabs overdosing on ketamine. It's just that meme. Some <laughs> yes. kid made a meme video game. Oh my god. I was god. just like, oh gosh, we've just embarked on this dark road where memes have video <laughs> games now. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to handle that. Yeah. This is his model though. This is his like up to date model, like right here. No, uh, that's that's pretty uh pretty gnarly looking. It's like, literally uh, just a car in effects, but you have a different head for it. Or it's just like I me eye is missing. <laughs> and it done drove me mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that Twin Peaks character who's super strong. <laughs> What's her name? Um, oh, oh shit. what yeah, is her name? Yeah. Shit, yeah, it's the one-eyed lady. Uh, oh, not one-eyed Jacks. Nadine. Nadine. Nadine, Nadine yeah. Hurley, and she's so great. She's just like, I got my drapes running, and it's it's so <laughs> quiet, and it makes me so happy. And anytime she gets angry, she just destroys something. Yeah. God, man. Oh shit, Andrew, you wanted to talk about the Zotes. Oh, fuck, yeah, yeah. The Z- what I don't know. what the hell not... are the Zotes? Well, I don't know. I'm literally just, I'm a big Luton fanboy. I love I love just the way that he handles and talks about things. And like, so like, uh, there's that board game we all played, uh, Blackstone Fortress. Um, yes. And there, there was an expansion pack for it that released a playable Zote character. And, yeah. and like, they just brought it back. And like, in the original second edition... Uh, lore stuff, they were just a race that was, you know, just enslaved by the Tyranids. Not eaten and genetically, you know, just like, you know, manipulated and just, you know, assimilated into the hive mind and stuff. But just sort of like, oh damn, I just hate being brutalized and forced to do shit. (laughs) Um, Like, Mm. um, and like they were in fantasy, they were in all this other stuff, and like um, oh, I and, remember reading about how like the Tyranids would use the Zotes to like uh, as like a diplomatic kind yeah. of thing, where it's like, okay, you guys can actually like have mouths that can make words instead of just eating everything. Go, go talk to the the food and tell them that we're coming to eat them. Well, we'll we'll be back. We'll we'll. Uh, you may have uh, won this round, but the Tyranids will return. Like, yeah, uh, just like out oh, no. of. <laughs> we'll get you next time. <laughs> and I can't overstate how stupid these things look. Like, I love the Zotes because they are just one of the most uninspired uh, designs. They're like dino centaurs or something. They, <laughs> they look. They look like they're from Unreal. I remember One. that show. <laughs> uh, oh yeah this is what they look this is what they look like it's like some fucking small soldiers yeah no <laughs> yeah no that's that's the zotes they're, they're straight up like small soldiers yeah they're just gonna take you know just like fucking uh safety razors or whatever they're god i'm so tired man. um um no they'll just fuck you up just, they should you know, make a, a small soldiers with uh with just all Warhammer models. 
That's my billion-dollar <laughs> idea. <laughs> it's just like, I wish that this universe was real and I could partake in it. And it's just like this guy's just like, you know, giant collection of like, you know, thousands of models just like just murders him <laughs> it's just just every time you go to sleep at night they fight and then you wake up with like just miniature basilisk rounds going off on your face yeah absolutely <laughs> um but no like i just i'm so charmed that they like games workshop decided to like bring this just incredibly dumb uh thing back um, they they brought just, them back. Yeah, they brought. So this is the new model. This is like the new, like re <laughs> revamped, oh, wow. sleek, you know, twenty tens. You know, a, a, <laughs> it's a, like K rule. <laughs> it does. Yes, like, <laughs> like just cyber centaur king k rule. Oh my god! <laughs> no more ASMR, Funky Kong. <laughs> <laughs> It's so insane. Like I, I, but I love it because like this model just represents possibilities, right? Like it's just sort yeah. of like if like it's this, something new, not even new, but just like if this stupid thing that nobody gave a shit about is like, <laughs> like spent money to make, and I don't think anyone bought this model. Like it's it's like so ridiculous. Um, but like I, I don't know. Like if. If this is here, then just like, who's to say that like, you know, squats can't come back or just like any yeah. of these, because I don't know, we're all here on the show. We're huge Deep Rock Galactic fans. We like we love space dwarves, yeah, dwarves maybe, in yeah. space, <laughs> we, more representation. Yeah, we, we, we want them back, you know, Games Workshop. We've been drinking out the merchandise. We have. Um, it's, um, yep. Fucking, um, there's, there's been, um. I don't know. Games Workshop was just really stupid when they were like, "Oh, we we did Fantasy Dwarves, and uh, you know, it was it was good." And then we did try to do Sci-Fi Dwarves, and it was just too silly. It's just like, no, motherfucker, you were so right. You were so right to do silly space dwarves. <laughs> silly like space dwarves fucking rule. We need silly, more silly space dwarves. We, silly space dwarves are awesome. You should have them doing as many silly dumb things as possible. <laughs> Yeah, just just like dwarves that looked like like the like eighties nineties bikers on like just rocket hoverboards and shit with bolt guns. Like, man, Rogue Trader was a crazy time. But then they yeah. they decided that the squats didn't fit the aesthetics, so the squats actually got eaten by tyranids. That's that's what happened. Oh, they wow. they they just said, "Up, oh, they're all all gone, except a bunch of them lived on because any we could just say anything happened." Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, like in a few of like the yeah. the minor uh, the 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 minor little uh, sub games that they've put out, there have been like just uh, abnormally like short and stocky characters with big beards and very like Nordic sounding names. It's like yeah, they're squats. They're You're squats. not calling them squats, but we know. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're not ab humans, are they? Are they just a separate? No, they are ab humans. They, they are. are. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So like, yeah, I think the... in the original like first edition lore, they were like. Kind of their own separate little client state to the Imperium or something. Yes, that was that was their whole deal. Like they, they, they just like had their like core worlds. I forget what they were called. They were like the the. Oof, I wish I knew about squat lore, uh, yeah. but I, I don't. Like Games Workshop doesn't want you to know about squat lore. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> what are they hiding from us? Gotta storm the Capitol building and find <laughs> out. <laughs> keeping it from me. Where's the dwarf? <laughs> I know you're hiding the dwarf from us. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, oh but that's God. the Zote. Like, the Zote has nothing special going on. There's no cool lore behind it. It just was the dude that would talk, like, to, you know, for the Tyranids. Yeah. And, and, like, they brought it back. That <laughs> like, it's not attached to the Tyranids at all anymore, but it is because all lore that's ever existed in 40K is, like, you know, still canon. Like, everything in 40K is canon. Mm-hmm. And like I, that's what's so stupid and compelling about the series. Like I, yeah, like uh, Games Workshop went on a big tirade back in the '90s, just like banning anybody from their uh, Usenet groups or forums back then that would ask about the squats as they were phasing them out. <laughs> but no, the, the, the squats have always been canon. And that's that's new Games Workshop in a nutshell, where they're just sort of like, ha, 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 we've always been fun loving, and we've always loved our customers, and yeah, and, it's uh, it's not like forced uh, diversity. <laughs> oh god, it's it's not like uh, Star Wars, where they're just like, uh, oh well, that's all legend stuff. We throw it in the trash, like Warhammer. <laughs> just they just throw their hands up, just to disregard any kind of consistent like continuity, and just be like, yeah, whatever. It's it's all true. <laughs> we hate all of you. <laughs> we'll say whatever the fuck we need to, so you just keep spending your money on these stupid models. <laughs> sure, it's all real. All of it's true. Nothing's really ever gone. Like, yeah, just, you know, the Cadians, their whole planet got destroyed. We're bringing them back. We're going to fucking, you know, revamp their whole range. It'll be great. Um, I, I think It'll there be... is a new Cadia in the lore. Yeah, yeah, Super Cadia. Like it's Super Cadia. It's Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Super Cadia 2021. It's a oh. brand new dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Support for Bros Once Loyal comes from the Skola Progenium Foundation, dedicated to training the next generation of brainwashed omnicidal psychopaths. And from listeners like you. Thank you. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Pocket Casts, Podbean, Stitcher, or follow us on your RSS feed. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and somehow even Tumblr. Just search for Bros Once Loyal on any one of those platforms and we'll pop up near the top. Thanks again for listening. Stay safe out there.